Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast. I'm Debbie Monterey with local stories from the KMOX newsroom for this first day of June. Tom Ackerman, a stay of execution is ordered for an unexpected reason. A federal judge ordered Wednesday the execution of Michael Tysis be put on hold until a determination can be made about the literacy of a juror in his murder trial. Under Missouri law, a juror is disqualified if they cannot speak, understand, and read English. Attorneys for the condemned killer say a court employee helped the juror fill out a questionnaire because he was illiterate. Tysis was set to die next Tuesday for killing a pair of Randolph County jail guards 23 years ago. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. A killing in Kirkwood that happened a year ago remains an open case with no charges filed. KMOX's Kevin Colleen revisits the scene. The shooting happened on a quiet residential street in Kirkwood, the 700 block of Anjanette behind Knifer Middle School. St. Louis County Police arrested a woman in connection with the death of a man shot on the front lawn of a home daycare center. Neighbors said that there had been arguing at this home before. And now, a year later, the county prosecutor says the case is still under investigation. A statement to KMOX saying the deceased and the shooter had a complex relationship. It requires extensive investigation to determine whether criminal charges should be issued. In Kirkwood, Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. No identification yet on a man who ran into the Mississippi River downtown trying to evade police last weekend. St. Louis Police Captain Christy Marks says police were alerted to people cutting copper piping. In the area of First and Dr. Martin Luther King, officers observed an individual matching the description of the deceased and attempted to question him when he fled from officers into the river and refused to come ashore. Officers lost sight of the individual near the helicopter tour barge. The man's body was discovered a short time later in the river, tangled on boat dock wire. BJC Healthcare of St. Louis and St. Luke's Health System of Kansas City have signed a non-binding letter of intent to form what they call an integrated academic Missouri-based health system. In a news release, BJC says the integrated health system will be capable of expanding health care access to high-quality patient care for more than 6 million residents in Missouri and beyond. The organizations are working toward reaching a definitive agreement in the coming months, with closing expected by the end of this year. The two groups will maintain their existing brands and operate from dual headquarters, one in St. Louis serving eastern Missouri and southern Illinois, and one in Kansas City serving western Missouri and parts of Kansas. Current BJC president and CEO Richard Leikwig will serve as the CEO of the new integrated system, with the board chair coming from St. Luke's. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. KMOX has learned a proposed water rate hike for the city of St. Louis is expected to pass to the Board of Aldermen. Reaction from Alderman Tom Oldenburg, who was among those skeptical of the rate hike, he says residents are frustrated with inflation from all corners. You know, $120 a year, that's a lot to a senior citizen, for sure. Uh, and maybe one that um, sole source of income is uh, Social Security. Aldermanic President Megan Green tells KMOX it looks like the eight votes needed for passage are there, as the Water Department hasn't had an increase in more than a decade, and infrastructure needs need updating. Aldermen have until the end of June to discuss the hike further. It's part of the overall city budget that is due by July 1st. Well, speaking of water, Governor Parson signed an executive order yesterday declaring a drought alert for the state of Missouri. That alert directs state agencies to work together to provide resources and assistance to those impacted by the lack of rain. 
Currently, the U.S. Drought Monitor lists all of Missouri at some stage of drought condition varying from moderate to severe. The St. Louis area now has a new very large corporate headquarters. It's the spinoff from Emerson's Climate Technologies Division, now an independent company called Copeland. The company is mostly owned by private equity firms, including Blackstone. The business is valued at $14 billion with net sales of $5 billion, which would put it close to the Fortune 500 list if it was publicly traded. Copeland makes thermostats. You might recognize the brand Sensi, but it also makes industrial compressors and software. Copeland will take over the longtime Emerson headquarters campus in Ferguson. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. It's a big weekend for race fans and for traffic around the Metro East as the Enjoy Illinois 300 NASCAR race comes to the Worldwide Technology Raceway. IDOT's Paul Wappel says the race cars may go fast, but traffic around the area won't. Please plan ahead. Carpool if you can. There's public transportation available. We want everybody to, you know, have an enjoyable weekend, and but race fans should also, you know, please plan early and uh, be patient. He says there will be extra police on patrol and electronic road signs that will help race fans get where they need to go. The races and concerts take place Saturday and Sunday. Governor Pritzker stopped by the University of Illinois Wednesday touting the newly passed state budget that provides increases in education funding. He was asked about Republican complaints. The balanced budget uses accounting tricks to hide its true costs. The Republicans each year, as we've succeeded, uh, have come up with more fanciful responses. Take it from the credit rating agencies. We don't control them. They're in New York. The governor notes eight credit rating increases during his administration and expects more. Some GOP lawmakers mostly complained about being left out of the budget negotiations. The House voted to raise the debt limit Wednesday night and to reduce spending. Congresswoman Cory Bush voted no. If Republicans want real solutions to address the federal deficit that doesn't impose real harm on our communities, they could raise taxes on the ultra-wealthy. Congresswoman Ann Wagner is calling the debt ceiling bill quite an accomplishment for Republicans, telling 97.1 FM it provides significant cuts in spending after President Biden refused to negotiate. We started with the president that, uh, that really all he wanted was a blank check and a new credit card. Uh, he wanted a total clean debt ceiling. Then he ignored us for 97 days. The parties continued blaming each other despite the bill being a bipartisan agreement that passed easily. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. I'm Debbie Monterey. The STL All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News team. You can find all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.